All right, party people in the house. Get set up here and start recording in a minute. Love that song. Is it how is that Arlo Guthrie? Woody Guthrie. Oh, Arlo. Sland is your land. It's actually a Vietnam era protest song, if I do believe, but protest is part of our freedom. But God bless our Vietnam veterans. So Folk, well, I'm uploading a video right now that I was kind of not thrilled with the way it turned out, but it might be okay. Uh, last podcast, I talked about how my opinions of people changed over time and some stuff. And, but anyway, so we're in this the post-Elon Twitter era. Uh see how that goes. I don't think that's the, the most important thing in the world today. Uh, but that is a done de-eris deal. Um, find me on Rumble at Americana, the American way, uh, on the Anchor Podcast and uh, <laughs> on the Anchor Podcast app and anchor.fm all called Americana the American Way. Twitter and Getter, my handles are at the real underscore Big John. It's so funny that we talk about Twitter. Uh, and actually this is the 13 year, an- yesterday was the 13 year anniversary of uh, my friend and I doing internet talk shows and podcasts uh before this there was it was a talk show format that's how these things were it was uh on blog talk radio and then uh red state something.com it was just red state.com i don't know um and sadly over time some of the people we worked with passed away uh well one of them did a guy named primo uh he was the the big one that had us on red state and we were getting close to being on the forefront of uh the the pay getting paid to do this crap and then it exploded and there's everybody and their brother podcasting and whatever now but uh like, share, subscribe, uh, all of those fun things of that nature. And we're going to get into um, the knives coming out as the midterm elections get closer. And go it all the way back to January 6th. Uh, also, I want to weigh in a tiny tad bit more on, hopefully I remember, the uh, 
Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, and of course the lovely royalty family. <laughs> wow, this bunch. So, anyways, uh, the knives are out. That's the subsection of this article I was reading. Let me light my damn cigar. I forgot to freaking do that. How do we have a podcast and video without a cigar? Listen to some music for a second. back at it. After New York Times reporters, 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 Alexander Burns and Jonathan Martin released a new phone call, released new phone call recordings, pardon me, of House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican California. Uh, Let me explain something. Minority leader means the party that is in the majority or in the minority (laughs) okay so right now there are less republicans in the house of representatives than there are democrats the same thing over in the senate uh granny clampett and admiral akbar's bastard child uh mitch mcconnell is the senate minority leader this is not minority like race okay means the party with the fewer number of people in the House or Senate. All right, back to this. Minority Whip Steve Scalise, Republican, uh, Louisiana. The Whip is kind of the guy that lines up the votes. Like, hey, you got to uh, vote with the party caucus on this, not uh, do your own thing. So they privately called out Matt Gates as a security threat in the wake of the January 6th Capitol attack, Capitol riot, some idiots acting like idiots. Gates put out a statement on Tuesday tonight, uh, Tuesday night mocking the two leaders for holding views about him and Trump quote that shared or that shared on sniveling calls with the with then GOP conference chair Liz Cheney not us that they shared on sniveling calls with then GOP conference chair Liz Cheney uh, Liz Cheney's all been all but alienated from the GOP. Thank heavens, 7-Elevens. Um, so, down here in the bullet points, 
it says, uh, this is not the behavior, or this is the behavior of weak men, not leaders, Gates said. McCarthy and Scalise made comments during a private call on January 10th saying Gates was putting people in jeopardy with his active role in helping Trump incite the Capitol attack. So, it, it doesn't say which one of them said it exactly, but McCarthy and Scalise, quote, putting people in jeopardy, end quote, and then the author of the article goes on to say, with his active role in helping Trump incite the Capitol attack. There's been no solid proof evidence that Trump incited that attack. Uh, incite can be a lot of different things and taken a lot of different ways, I know. Some people could have been incited by his tweets. Some people could have been incited by the heat of the moment, which is why I was not there, because I didn't want to get caught up in a moment of excitement and do something foolish. Foolish not out of disdain for my country, not out of uh, disdain for the process of certifying the election, which I think sadly went um, according to the law. The election was certified by the Const uh, constitutionally, by the constitutional process, and by the process of laws set up later. Fortunately, my guy, my choice did not win. But anyhow, that being aside, uh, I still think the election was uh, not on the fair and square, but nonetheless. Uh, the next bullet point down. The two Republican leaders also call out Rep. Mo, oh Mo, Mo Brooks, Republican Alabama, in a call with McCarty opining that the Alabama lawmaker acted worse than Trump on January 6th. What, I don't know what Mo Brooks did on January 6th. As far as I know, he was in the hall doing his uh, duty as a congressman. But I'm sure he put out some tweets and messages and uh, statements beforehand that may have, in their opinion, incited fools to act like fools. Uh, as well as Trump put out a lot of things to make fools act a fool. But to blame the Capitol riot on Matt Gates, Donald Trump, Mo, oh Mo, 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 Mo Brooks is ludicrous. And this is why I, I've been on this for a while. And now I'm catching on to Kevin McCarthy's stick. Shtick. Not stick. Shtick. Uh, and Steve Scalise probably as well. Uh, and I've been on the case of uh, Kev or <laughs> Kevin. Admiral Akbar. 
McConnell, Mitch McConnell, Granny Clampett's illegitimate son, over in the Senate for years. These old guard Republicans that have been around a long time and, you know, you got to go with the flow of Washington. You got to go with the flow of what the Democrats want to do, what the lobbyists want to do, what the Washington bureaucrats want to do. No. We, the people, elect representatives to go to Washington and do what we want them to do. I do not want them to overthrow the government, the Constitution. You know, I do not want civil war uh, amongst my states, my country, my nation, my love. No, 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 no. But old goobers like Mitch McConnell need to be voted out of the Senate leadership. Now, I'm not 100 on, you know, how that goes as far as seniority and stuff like that, and I should be. Uh, but the matter of a fact is, this is a time when we need strong Republican leaders. Uh, I'm sorry, this Kevin McCarthy guy is not going to be that. And I honestly uh, don't think... I know Mitch McConnell's not going to be that, but I was thinking, you know, when Trump endorses people, and, and you know, there's only so much you can do. I mean, he's got to endorse the best person. Like, he just endorsed J.D. Vance here in Ohio for United States Senator. Uh, but there's got to be, a, a like, a contract with America kind of thing. And part of that contract has to be vote out the old guard that is embedded with the military-industrial establishment, the people that send our men and women out to die for other countries and for political gain in our country and for economic gain in our country. We've got to vote out the old guard that is basically bureaucracy that gets elected every six or two years. We've got to vote out the people that are in bed with the lobbyists, that are soft on policy, that are soft on values. And these Mitch McConnell, uh, Kevin McCarthy, Steve Scalise, all that's exactly what all these guys are. You know, they, they all say they're going to Washington to change things. And Washington changes them. And they become establishment politicians trying to get reelected and reelected and reelected. Because they love the power, they love the glory, they love the spotlight, and they love the money. I've said it before, I've done other podcasts and broadcasts and put myself in a cast, maybe on a full body cast brain cast uh, over this. They go to Washington and they come out millionaires. They go in, average income, average salary, money starts flying, whether it's in the form of inside stock tips, 
business opportunities going on from uh, being a representative to being a lobbyist or a commentator writing books and then they have to cling they get you know Jackie Gleason through Paul Heyman said one time they give you so much so fast and so young that then you spend the rest of your your career just clinging and clutching to what you have and that's exactly what they do they the lobbyists the corporations all of these interests nationally and internationally they get these people in a position where they have to either leave office and go back to being normal which they don't want to do or they have to clutch to those straws and cling look at Diane Feinstein completely worse mentally oh, pardon me hit the camera completely worse mentally than Joe Biden look at Joe Biden not not really there with it mentally uh, Nancy Pelosi not all there but they got to keep clinging because they think oh no if I don't have this position of power my family will lose money lose influence anyways that's not what Washington is about so we got to get rid of some of this old guard in DC the old good old boys the good old girls whatever you want to call them they got a gizzo Izzo. they gotta go gotta break a take pay a bill and come back at you in a second or two this is Big John on Americana the American way Back on out of here. Um, the Royals. These people are a hoot nanny. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. The Daily Beast. For what it's worth. Oh, man. I just clicked on Beastly Pop-Up by accident. Okay. The Daily Beast. Come on. Your dumbass advertisement off my screen. Says, quote, or the headline of the Daily Beast, Prince Harry won't attend Charles' coronation in protest at crowning of Queen Camilla, report says. So, uh, Princess Camilla, soon to be Queen Camilla, is Prince Harry's stepmom. She's uh, the late the lady that uh, replaced Princess Diana. Uh, Princess was her. I guess Lady was Diana's title too, but I refuse to call Diana whatever her last name was. A lady. Um, anyways, Princess Di, 
who uh, died tragically in a car accident being chased by paparazzi reporters. Anyhow, Queen Camilla. Let's get to the crux of the biscuit here. It is cut. Uh, article says it is customary for a new king and queen to be anointed and crowned in a joint ceremony. And given that Charles is known to have longed for many years for his wife to be made queen, a wish recently granted by the current monarch, it seems unlikely he would agree to watering down her status by holding a separate coronation for her. The revelation emerged in the British magazine Private Eye, although the publication is famous for mocking news articles and comedic covers, it also has a stellar reputation for investigative journalism. All right. uh, hashtag Prince Harry would refuse to attend his father's coronation if Camilla is anointed queen, claims at Private Eye News, uh, according to at Richard E. Richard A. Eden. Richard, the letter A, the word Eden, all one thing at twi on Twitter. The queen may have given her blessing to Camilla becoming queen consort, but Harry refuses to bend. Written in a uh, message marking the 70th anniversary to her ascension of, to the throne, the queen said, when in fullness of time my son Charles becomes king, I know you will give him and his wife Camille, Camilla pardon me, the support they Ah, uh, shit fire. The support that you have given me, and it is my sincere wish that when that time comes, Camilla will be known as Queen Consort as she continues her own loyal service. So, because she's not his biological mommy, Harry is refusing to be at his dad's coronation I find that hard to believe maybe that's the way he feels now maybe that's the way uh, you know really Prince Harry <laughs> he's he's gone from like the, the coolest kid in the world uh, he was in the army uh, the well, British military I, I'm not sure what branch but you know he was they tried to keep him back because if he were on the front lines, he would be a, a target for the Taliban and the uh, ISIS. And he snuck his way into frontline combat, supposedly. Um, and people say he's just a cool guy. He's just a guy. He's just a guy's guy. And then he married Meghan Merkle, who's a cutie patootie, very pretty lady. Uh, Personality-wise, eh, I don't know. Uh, bl God bless the, the little hearts of Al Bundy and, uh, you know, Peggy Bundy and Bud. And, you know, that was like my favorite TV show. But to knock Meghan Markle, uh, she grew up on the set of Married with Children. 
her dad was like an executive producer of the show. And so she's not, uh, by far, she's not elite. But she, like, Harry will be talking to people, dip, dignitaries, diplomats, world leaders, and she'll be standing beside him. And she'll just butt her way in and start shaking hands while he's in the mid, in mid sentence. There's nothing you, nothing he can do about it. But it's like he's Mr. Meghan Merkel. <laughs> he's not Prince Harry, and this is Lady Meghan. <laughs> you know, uh, Princess Meghan, whatever. I, I, you know, they're young millennials. Um, have they have a lot to learn? Not sure their exact ages. But, hell, I'm turning the corner of middle age into old codger, so, uh, these folk, they're, um, young and impressionable. They've been running with a bad crowd. Now, for Megan, compared to the other Holly weirdos, the set of Married with Children was probably a lot better place than, you know, like Harvey Weinstein's couch, uh, as far as as being around Holly weird goes, uh, you know, and like I said, I have much respect for Ed O'Neill, a young, he's from 40 miles up the road from me, uh, uh, went on to do great things and is still a great actor in his seventies. I didn't even realize he was that old. I'm getting old. Uh, Christina Applegate, still awesome. Uh, Katie Seagal, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, uh, singer, television, voice actress. Uh, Bud Bundy hasn't gone on to do a whole lot, David Faustino. But anyways, that's where uh, one of the better places if your dad's an executive producer in Hollyweird. I guess Megan grew up in one of the better places. I just find it funny that one of the tackiest, cheesiest, most hilarious sitcoms, one of the longest-running shows in television history, is where the princess of Great Britain grew up. (laughs) It's hanging around the set of Married with Children. One of my favorite shows, though. So, um, yeah, I don't think Harry will refuse to attend his dad's coronation. He may be saying that, you know, because he was... um, and a mama's boy nothing wrong with that so am I but I don't think he'll snub his his father uh, over Prince Princess Camilla becoming Queen Camilla uh, and if he does man that would be like really uh, a shot through the heart for a, a sad day for Mr. Meghan Merkel to be that pathetic and that petty that He's, he turns his nose up at his dad because he's letting his second wife become queen. I mean, Charles and Diana both had affairs. The, the British royal family, for the inbred mutts they are, they, they get around. Um, so, you know, well, Prince Andrew was getting around with little kids, prevert, but anyhow... Uh, yeah, Charles and Diana cheated on each other. It wasn't her cheating on him or him cheating on her. It was dual citizenship. <laughs> dual cheatership, I don't know. Anyway, only in America, Brooks and Dunn.
So, gabbing for a minute about this, uh, oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Johnny Depp, and sometimes I gotta think my way out of a brain freeze, okay? Um, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing, she... Let me see something. Get the sound right on my TV. This is um, proof positivity, negativity actually. Proof positive in a negative way, very negative, negatory, on the fact that men can be victims of domestic violence. I'm trying to pull up the Facebook post here. amongst my raiders and other rangers that uh, she is here we go this is a quote from Amber Heard her direct words uh, I guess Johnny was uh, recording some of their uh, wow um, abusive conversations Quote, tell the world, Johnny, tell the world, I, Johnny Depp, a white man, I'm a victim of domestic violence, and see who believes you. See how many people take your side. And the post goes on to say, these are the words of Amber Heard. Um... How many men have been through that? You know, uh, in the 90s and, and through today, uh, I've grown up and I've lived in a society and a world where, you know, men are supposed to be more sensitive. We're supposed to have more feelings and emotions and don't hide your feelings, men. And that's all cool. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh you know, holding my feelings back for 35 or 40 years uh, gave me severe anxiety attacks at the age of 40. Uh, and to this day, well, they're not severe anymore. They're quite mild now, but um, it took me years of counseling and uh, experimenting with medications, uh, different types of therapy to get from... 39 or 40, 41, 42, to 45 and not be um, anxiety-ridden anymore, riddled. Uh, but anyways, you know, I, I held my feelings in. I didn't uh, let my emotions out. And so guys are taught we're supposed to be more emotional. And it seems like the roles have reversed where the women are trying to be the alpha and trying to be like men, and I don't have a problem with, uh, let's say, a strong woman. Amber Heard is not a strong woman. She's an insecure woman. That's what all abusers are, male or female. Um, but I don't have a problem like you know, being with a woman who earns more money than I do, uh, which doesn't take much. 
<laughs> but anyhow, uh, I don't have a problem with uh, a woman being strong and being a leader. But this whole Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, and depending on what news source you're listening to, it's uh, very much showing that a man can be victim of domestic violence, physical and emotional, just as much as a woman. And I'm telling you, men can't be afraid to call the police on their woman. They shouldn't be. It's not a sign of weakness. If somebody someone punches me, I don't care if they're male, female, you know, a, space alien or humanoid. The police are coming. Okay, and your ass is going to go to jail. You know, period, point blank. And you know, Amber heard. I was listening to the radio. I was like, oh man. Johnny Depp put a cigarette out on her. Then I realized, well, she had a mark on her arm and she told a friend, oh, this is where Johnny put his cigarette out on me. She doesn't have the video, the audio, the real-time recordings of Johnny Depp putting a cigarette out on her. She has recordings of her own accusations, maybe, she has, you know, witnesses that after the fact they saw, you know, a mark on her somewhere. Where did that come from? But there was a night that Johnny went to the hospital after she threw a glass at him. And he told the hospital doctor, well, my wife threw a glass at me and it shattered and cut my hand bad. Uh, and then she went to a doctor and said, maybe it was a psychiatrist, but it was a doctor. And said, you know, uh, I threw a glass at my husband and it cut his hand really bad. So he's got the receipts and she doesn't. But this whole Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing shows that, you know, men can be a victim of domestic violence and emotional uh, domestic abuse just as much women. You don't hit your women. You don't abuse back. If you're a male or a female and you're, you see the signs and Stevie Wonder can see them, they're so obvious, you leave, 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 leave. And if they try to follow, you get law involved. You get, you make a paper trail, you get receipts, you file reports, okay? Maybe the police can't do something because... You know, Captain or Captain Et dipshit is following you and harassing you that day. Maybe what they're doing doesn't rise to that level. But as time goes on, you can build a case if you have receipts for restraining orders for arrest. If you have the paper trail that backs up your claims. And that's what Johnny Depp has here. Uh, he and Amber, I guess, divorced. She got a $7 million settlement. Then she went out and wrote an article or participated in an op-ed where she talked about being abused. And it insinuated that Depp was the abuser. So now he's suing her for defamation. 
And it looks like he's got receipts, but you don't know what a judge and jury are going to do. You, you never, ever know. I'm so sorry to say that. You can present all the evidence, evidence you want. The way that other people see it is, is totally, totally up to them. So, but it, if you're in a bad relationship, it can be marriage, dating, friendship, business partnership, whatever kind of ship you're on. If you see the signs of abuse and use, you're being used and abused, leave. You know, set your ship a sail. Sail away. Get away. Okay? Alright. God bless y'all. Thanks for uh, listening, watching, whatever you were doing. And uh, God bless America. Pray for each other. And praise the Lord past the ammunition. Oh, Lord,